What's up, everybody? Josh Colley here. Welcome back to the NFL New Zealand podcast. Now, in today's episode, we have the last AFC division season outlook, with that being the AFC South. Um, we have a couple few topics to talk about before we get into that, but we will be doing the AFC South with the Jaguars, Texans, Colts, and Titans. So, yeah. So, first off, I'd like to talk about, address something. Um, Carl Nasib, the Raiders defensive end, he has publicly announced that he is gay. Um, he probably would get a lot of hate for this, um, I'd assume, but I've seen that he's, um, after he's announced that he's gay, he has been the number one seller in jerseys, which is awesome to see and the support around that. Um, obviously, a lot of people don't like gays and stuff like that, but I have no problem with them. I think that's fine, and you know, you express yourself however you want, and that's how I think it should be. Um, obviously, there's a lot of homophobes out there, but um, it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, that's that's, about, that's my take on that. It's fine. Um, there's nothing to worry about there. I don't hate gays or anything like that. But yeah. Um, so the next topic I'll talk about is um, the NFL announced today that the um, alternate helmets with the old um, throwback unis are allowed. So like the Buccaneers white uniform with their throwbacks. Um, who's another one? the Eagles with their green helmets, with their throwback unis and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. And hopefully in the future, they'll be able to get alternate uni um, helmets for um, all uniforms. So you'll be able to customize your own color helmets and stuff like that. So that'll be pretty cool. And the last and final topic before we get onto the actually topic, the actual topic of this um, episode is the Steelers just released their guard, David DeCastro, um, after eight years, his eight years with them. Um, I don't know what the why they um released him or cut him but we'll have to see um what happens there but you know it's um he's a very good talent player um um he's probably getting a bit old now and um he's a vet but still i think he is a very good pickup for anybody that picks him up which probably will get picked up because he's a very solid player um big loss for the steelers obviously i don't know what why he got cut but maybe there's a reason um but they're looking to signing trey turner um so that might be a good signing for them so we'll see what happens with David DeCastro and whoever get, gets signed, I'll probably talk about um, it and discuss it a bit next episode. But yeah, let's get into the actual topic of today, the AFC South. So we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the Jaguars obviously had a very poor season going 1-15 of 15, and um, this season they drafted Trevor Lawrence at the first pick. I'll get into that in a couple minutes to talk about their draft. But obviously they've had a very good um, offseason that we'll just talk about in a minute, but they have been doing um, turning things around. They um, so, they signed Aramai as head coach. Um, so they got him as a head coach. Um, bring on a new QB, franchise QB, which is good. Um, so yeah, let's get into who they gained and retained and lost in their draft. So they gained Shaquille Griffin from the Seahawks, good cornerback. I think they got his brother along with them. Shaquille Griffin, linebacker with the one hand, um, good pick up there. Rashawn Jenkins, I think he's a safety. He was for the Chargers. Good pick up there, adding to their secondary, which is good. They got Marvin Jones, the veteran receiver from the Lions. Good pick up there for good veteran um, presence in the receiving room. Philip Lussoy as well, a good veteran, um, although he's again, he's still decently young. Dylan Moses, um, you know, it's not, you know, he was to be a first-round pick, but obviously something happened. I forgot what happened at Alabama. But this guy is a very promising player, and I just want to put him here in the off-season change, the notable off-season changes because I think he could be very good and develop with the Jaguars. And they also signed the controversial Tim Tebow at tight end, which is a bit of a um, controversial pickup and signing, but 
you know, who knows how it's going to go. Um, there was potential that he could get some snaps at QB. And with the Jaguars not officially announcing their QB1, obviously it'll probably be Lawrence, but Tim Tebow could get some snaps at QB during some trick plays or something like that. Um, or maybe a blowout when they want to rest Lawrence because they don't want to get injured. Um, they retained Cam Robinson via the franchise tag, which is a good pickup or a good re-signing, I should say, um, at tackle. So that's re-signing one of their franchise left tackles there, which is good. They re-signed Trey Hearn in the cornerback, who's um, still pretty young and developing. Sidney Jones, the veteran cornerback, I believe, and Aldrick Rose, the kicker, which is good. They lost Tyler Eifert to free agency and D.D. Westbrook. Um, I think they could still bring them back because they haven't been signed by anybody, but who knows? So that's um, not too big of a loss. And the draft, we have Trevor Lawrence, franchise QB. Obviously, this guy is going to be great. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing him play in Duval Country. But, you know, that's that. And then we have, they drafted his, um, I think they traded up, I believe, in the first one or something like that. Or no, they already had a um, second first one pick from the Jalen Ramsey Rams trade. Um, but they have, they got Travis Etienne, the running mate out of Clemson, um, pairing Lawrence and Etienne in the NFL in the league, which is awesome to see. Obviously, with James, Rom- James Robinson at running back. We'll talk about that a little later in the depth chart. They got Tyson Campbell, a cornerback out of Georgia, a good pick up there. And they got a very good steal and a walk a little from Stanford, um, a tackle who can develop into a, probably a starting tackle at that. So that's very good. That is the Jaguars offseason in a nutshell. Let's go and talk about their depth chart. So obviously, they have a bit of depth in the QB room. They have Trevor Lawrence and they have the backup guard of Minshew who... Um, he might be traded, all these trade rumors going around. They signed CJ Bethard from my team, the Niners. Um, he'd just be a depth piece. And they also have Tim Tebow, who can play QB if needed. At running mate, they have Travis Etienne and James Robinson. Also, Carlos Hyde, who is a um, good veteran presence in that running mate room. Um, it says here that Travis Etienne is the running mate one, but I don't know who it's going to be. They might split carries. Who knows? But it's always good to have good depth with injuries and all that. In the receiving room, they have DJ Chark, Marvin Jones, LaVisca, Chenault Jr., um, and then a bit of people, but bit of depth in Philip Lesoit, Jamal Agnew at receiver somehow. I think it was a running back, and Laquan Treadwell. Obviously, you have Chark and Chenault, who are the up-and-coming receivers with Marvin Jones, who is going to mentor them and make them better. Um, it's quite funny because the three top receivers all have Jr. in their name, which is um quite funny, but that's a good receiving room. At tight end, they have Chris Manhurts, James O'Shaughnessy, and obviously Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow, I don't know if he'll start. I doubt it. Luke, uh, Chris Manhurts, I don't know if he'll... I don't know how... I've never heard of him, to be honest, if I'm being honest. I don't know if he's good. We'll have to see. Um, at the, the O-line is looking very good with Cam Robinson at left tackle, Andrew Norwell at left guard, Brandon Linder at center, AJ Cannon at right guard, and Jawan Taylor, the former first-round player, I believe, at right tackle. So that's a good protection for um, Trevor Lawrence. And obviously you have, a, um, you have Walker Little, a developmental piece who could one day be a starter soon. So that's good. Offense is looking pretty solid. Trevor Lawrence has some weapons around him. I'm, I'm very excited to see how he plays, honestly, um, with Aaron Mine now at head coach and this um, new improved offense. Um, obviously they lost Corey, no, not Corey Davis. They lost D.D. Westbrook, who was probably their wide receiver one. I think they lost Kelly Cole as well. So that's that. But um, all in all, this offense is going to be very good and um, intriguing this season. Next off, we have the defense. At defense, oh, they, they run a 3-4. So they have Roy Robinson-Harris, 
and Taven Bryan at the ends, and then Malcolm Brown at nose tackle. Linebackers, Josh Allen, Joe Schobert, Miles Jack, and Calavon Chason. Very dangerous front seven there. Very good um, young players in Josh Allen Calavon Chason, with Miles Jack and Joe Schobert being a bit of a veteran presence in that linebacker group. They also picked up Damian Wilson from the Chiefs or Steelers. No, Chiefs, I think, I believe, who's also all right. Um, obviously, they've, they've Dylan Moses, who's a developmental piece, and Quincy Williams, Connor Williams' brother, I believe, as well. At cornerback, they have CJ Henderson, um, Tyson Campbell, Shaquille Griffin, and Cindy Jones. Good mix of young players and veteran players in that cornerback group. Um, CJ Henderson, very young, and will get developed behind Shaquille Griffin and Cindy Jones. Also, Tyson Campbell. Um, at safety, they have Rachel Jenkins and Jared Wilson. Safety is a bit of a hole for them. Obviously, they've picked up Rachel Jenkins, so that fills a bit of a hole. But there's no um, number one safety there as of now. Um, no superstar play there, but Rachel Jenkins, obviously, is probably the best player in that safety group. So looking at this team, it has a lot of potential, a lot of young players. Um, I'm going to see how Lawrence goes and how Tebow goes as well at tight end or QB or whatever. Um, for predictions for wins, I'm probably going to go around... They could definitely win the division if they have a good season. But um, with the Titans, Colts on the rise, looking very good. They obviously won't finish last. With the Texans probably finishing last, depending on Watson plays. He's most likely not going to play, so either the Texans coming last or getting into the next. But with the Titans, I mean the Jaguars, ooh, I'm going to go about six to eight wins. I'm going to say, I'm going to say six wins. Six wins a season. Um, I think that's five more wins than last season. I think they'll have a good season, but Lawrence might, um, unless he has a very, very um, superstar year in his rookie year, I don't think going to go that far. Six wins is all right. Um, obviously, if they have room for improvement. I reckon they could probably max get about eight, nine wins. Um, they'll probably run max wins for them. So that's the Jaguars. Hope you Jaguars fans enjoyed that. The future is bright with Lawrence. Um, players like Lawrence, Etienne, James Robinson, DJ Chark, Chenault, Clavon Chason, um, Josh Allen. So that's good there. Let's get into the top, no, the Houston Texans. Now, I don't know what this team is doing. This is this team is a bit of a dumpster right now. Watson, what, I heard rumors he might not play for the next two seasons or something like that. Who knows what's happening with him? I'm just going to roll him out from anything. Um, I'm not going to put him in my predictions. If he um, does play or whatever, I'm just going to leave it like that. I'm going to have, I think it's Tyra Taylor as a starter. So who they gain? They gained and lost a lot of players. So they gained Justin Britt, a center from the Seahawks, I believe. They traded Benedict McKinney to the Dolphins for Shaq Lawson. They signed Mark Ingram, signed Christian Kirksey, Chris Conley, Philip Lindsay, a good pickup. Desmond King, a good pickup. Taylor Taylor, Rex Burkhead. A lot of veteran players. Um, a couple of running backs there and a bit of, or a few running backs there. Desmond King and Philip Lindsay, the biggest pickups there. Um, very good players. Lindsay could be running back one. Obviously, they have David Johnson um, also, and Mark Ingram now as well, and Rex Burkhead. So that's a bit of a crowded running back room. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. They retain Vernon Hargraves, the cornerback, who is um, a decent player. Um, young, coming from the Buccaneers, who was um, used to be in the Buccaneers a couple of years ago. They lost JJ Watt. Obviously, they cut him. He went to the Cardinals. Lost Duke Johnson to free agency. Cut McMartin and Zach Fulton, I believe. Traded Bernard McKinney. Will Fuller went to the Dolphins. Um, a lot of trades and signings going between the Texans and Dolphins. I've swapped a lot of players over the years. Gary Connolly lost him and Darren Fowles. So they lost 
a lot of um decent a lot of a lot of young and um decent players and a lot of veterans as well. Um so we'll get ahead and then go into the depth chart soon. But let's get into their draft um for us. So their draft, they drafted Davis Davis Mills, the QB out of Stanford, I believe. Um I don't think he'll start. Who knows what happens though with Tyra Taylor? They got wide receiver Nico Collins. I've heard a lot of good things about him. Um, the only praise the Texans have got over the last like, season is drafting this guy. And they've got Brevin Jordan, the tidy from Miami, I believe. So that's that. Let's get into their depth chart. So obviously, they Sean Watson, I'm rolling him out. Tyra Taylor will be the starter probably with Davis Mills backing him up. Running back, David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, and Rex Burkhead. Um, all good receiving backs and rushing backs as well. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see who gets most of the carries there. Um, Lindsay, a fresh start from the Broncos. Obviously, they drafted Javante Williams um, with their second-round pick. Wide receiver, Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins, Randall Cobb, Chris Conley, Kiki Cutie, and Andre Roberts, and Taewon Taylor. Not a bad receiving group. A lot of um, young player in Cutie, old player in Cobb, and um. Decent player in Brandon Cooks, who'll be the right receiver one probably. No um, dominating receiver right there, but we'll see if someone can um, emerge as wide receiver one there. Tight end Jordan Aikens, who is all right, not very good. We'll see if Freedom and Jordan can get that tight end one spot um, by the start of the season. Um, O-line, Larry Mutunzel at right tackle. Titus Howard at right tackle. Not a bad tackle duo. Marcus Cannon, Justin Britt, and Max Sharping in the interior. Not bad. Um, not a bad O-line, but an average. Offense, not looking too flash. Obviously, with Watson out, they have a few decent players on the offense. Um, I don't expect much from the offense at all, especially with Tyrod Taylor or Davis Mills starting. Nothing special with deal with that offense. Um, not really. Now, they run a 3-4 as well. Charles Amonahu, who is a very good player and up-and-coming with Vincent Taylor on the other side of him. Malik Collins at nose tackle. Linebacker Whitney Merciless still playing. He's getting old um, up there in age. And they have Jacob Martin on the other side of him. In the middle, linebacker, they have Zach Cunningham, a very good linebacker, very young, and probably will be the key piece of this um, defense. They have um, Christian Kirksey, who's a new addition, and Shaq Lawson, who is also a new addition. At cornerback, they have Bradley Roby, who's apparently suspended. Don't know what for, maybe PEDs or something. And Terrence Mitchell and Desmond King of Ron Hargraves. Um, so that's a decent cornerback group, not too bad. And they have Justin Reed, the up-and-coming player. Him and Cunningham and Reed will obviously be the top two players on this defense. Um, and they had Eric Murray on strong safety and Lonnie Johnson Jr., who's also an up-and-coming player. This defense a couple of years ago was absolutely very good with Clowney, um, JJ Watt, Merciless. Uh, who else do we have? We had Cunningham, McKinney. Um, we had Jonathan Joseph. This defense was very good and it's just gone downhill from here. Very, very bad. Um, this team has just dumped the fire. I honestly, I'm, I'm gonna, go th- I'm gonna have three wins. I think I get three or four wins. I'd say probably like five or six wins max. I'm saying three wins. Texans fans, it's not looking very good for you. And you know, with the situation with Watson, I don't know what's gonna happen there. And if he moves on or whatever happens. You've lost your star QB, which is very bad. So I'm going to get about three wins for the Texans. Not looking too flash for them. So, yeah, let's get into the next team, which is the Indianapolis Colts. This team is looking very good. Very, 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 very solid and up and coming. You know, I think it's going a bit under, under the rate of the Colts. 
Um, but I think they're going to shock a lot of people this season and do better than people think. They gained Castle Means from the trade, obviously, from the Eagles. They got Sean Davis from the Steelers. I believe he's a safety. And they picked up Eric Fisher after he was released by the Chiefs. A good tackle there to um, make up for the loss of Anthony Costanzo. Speaking of that loss, Anthony Costanzo to retirement and Philip Rivers and Adam Venteri. Um, not too big losses there. They're all veteran players and their time was up. They retained Milan Mack, Xavier Rose, T.Y. Hilton and Mo Alley-Cox. Four very good key pieces to this team, so that's good. Um, in the draft, they got Quitty Pay, who is a DN. That's going to be very good for them with Buckner um, on that D-line. Dayo Odeyambongo, Odeyambo, he's defensive end as well, I think, so that's good. And Sam Allinger, a QB from Texas, who will be a good developmental piece, but that QB room is getting a bit crowded. And speaking of that, let's get into the depth chart. So they have Carson Wentz. They have Jacob Eason as backup, Sam Allinger and... Yeah, we don't need to talk about Jalen Morton. Um, but obviously, Carson Wentz, the starter, after being traded from the Eagles. Fresh start for him. I think he's going to explode with his um, reunited with, oh, what was his name, Frank Reich. So that's good there. Running back, Jonathan Taylor, the up-and-coming running back, who probably be a top-tier running back this season with Marlon Mack, who's very underrated. And so is Naheem Hines and Jordan Wilkins. Very good running back group. Um, they'll probably split carries between Hines and Wilkins, between Mack and Hines. Jonathan Taylor getting most of the carries, the bulk of carries, and Jordan Wilkins getting a sprinkle of carries every game. Then receiver, T.Y. Hilton, Zach Pascal, Michael Pittman Jr., and Paris Campbell. Very um, very good receiver, um, very good receiving group there with Michael Pittman up and coming, Paris Campbell, who struggled with injuries. But obviously, Pittman will probably be the receiver one this season, so that's good. Um, one of my favorite players, and he's very good. At tight end, they have Jack Doyle, maybe Ali Cox, good um, duo there. Obviously, Jack Doyle is getting pretty old and um, getting a bit injured. Maybe Ali Cox is absolutely insane. Um, he's very good. He Hopefully, he can have a very good season this season. Um, good piece there. At tackle, they have Brandon Smith and Eric Fisher, good there, with Sam Tevy maybe starting or if there's an injury. At, um, then they have Quentin Nelson, left guard, Malk Glowinski at right guard, and Ryan Kelly at center. Colts have one of the best O-line in the league. Obviously, with Anthony Costanzo left, they might suffer a bit, but then they still have Jack. I mean, they still have Eric Fisher, who's a good pickup, and he'll do solid. We have to see that if their O-line still stays top of the league. Overall, this offense is very good. Taylor will step up again, um, step up the season after a very good rookie or sophomore season, I think. Patton will step up as well, so that's good. Looking forward to seeing how this offense um, performs with wins. Defense, um, they have Quitty Pay. Al Quadan Muhammad at D um, defensive end. Forrest Buckner and Grover Stewart at defense tackle. Darius Leonard, Bobby, Bobby, Okariki, Zaire Flanken, um, Franklin at linebacker. And at cornerback, they have Xavier Rhodes and Kenny Moore with Rockerson and TJ Curry backing them up. They have Curry, Willis, and Julian Blackman at safety. Young players there. D-line's looking very good. Linebacker's looking good. Quarterback's secondary's looking very good. Key pieces there. Quiddy paid. Forrest Buckner will eat up in that D-line. Darius Leonard, always, um, a very good field general and linebacker. And they have the young players in Kenny Moore, Julian Blackman there with a veteran presence in Xavier Rhodes and also Rocky Sim. So this team is looking very good. I'm looking forward to seeing how they um, perform. This defense is very good. But this I definitely could take the vision this um, year. It's going to be very good. I'm um, very close to the Titan Colts, I believe, 
Um, depending on how the Jaguars perform, they could be up there as well. But I think the Titans, probably, or no, the Colts, I mean, we'll talk about the Titans in a minute. The Colts, I believe, I'm going to say 9 to 11 wins with them getting probably only 11 wins. 11 wins, I think they're going to 11 and 6 the new 17 week season. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how Wentz performs. If he performs good, they could go up even higher wins, or they could perform poorly as well as doing the Eagles. Who knows? Going to be interesting to see, but obviously this division is there for the taking. But with this new Titans offense we'll talk about in a minute, they're going to have some competition. So let's get into the Titans. So I talked about the Tennessee Titans a bit in my last episode, I believe, um, with the Julio Jones trade. I believe to talk about them a bit more. They gained Bud Dupree from the Steelers. Good pick up there. Julio Jones, good pick up there. Janoris Jenkins, good veteran presence. Um, pick up there. Josh Reynolds, good receiving depth. And Brian Hill from the Falcons, I believe. Good running back depth there. Retained Jayon Brown, linebacker. Good retain, good resignment there. They lost Adam Humphreys, Jadavion Clowney, Kenny Vaccaro, Malcolm Butler, Dory Jackson, Johnny Smith, Corey Davis, and Desmond King. Obviously, a very big, um, big young player losses. Um, they don't want to play Clowney, which is all right. Hum- Humphreys was probably moving on in his um, bit of journeyman career. Oh, did he go back to the Buccaneers? I can't really remember. Kenny Vicaro, but old Malcolm Butler and Dory Jackson. Sad to see Adore Jackson, um, Johnny Smith and Corey Davis and Desmond King will leave them as they were young and promising players, but they're moving on to new teams. In the draft, they got Caleb Farley that took a flyer, oh, oh, took a bit of a risk. I'm not a fly, he's an amazing player, but took a bit of a risk with his back injury in Califari, and they took Dylan Radunes in the third round or something, I believe. He's a tackle, so that's good. Um, so then let's look at this depth chart. So they have Ryan Tannehill, um, the number one starter. He's always a good field general and game manager. Nothing too special, but we'll see what he does with his connection with Julio. Running back, Derek Henry, very good. Um, nobody really else there, no one special um, except for Henry. Wide receiver, AJ Brown, Julio Jones, and Josh Reynolds. Very good trio there. Um, obviously, AJ Brown and Julio Jones will be getting most of the um, catches with Josh Reynolds being that third option. But it's going to be a bit of a pick a poison um, offense with picking to defend the run Henry or the pass. It's going to be very fun for this offense to watch. Um, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun playing together. And it's going to be hard for defense to cover both the run and the pass. Tight end, Anthony Ferguson, not bad. Um, offensive line, Dylan Radunes. I don't know. I'm sorry for mispronouncing the name. Um, Taylor Lamont at left tackle. Was a Saffold and Nate Davis at guard and Ben Jones. Good O line, not too bad. Um, offense is obviously going to be very hard to defend, as I said before. But it's going to be interesting to see how defenses do and whatever which one they pick and if the other one can thrive. So they pick Henry to defend if Julio Jones and Brown can eat. So we'll see that. I'm excited to see Julio Jones on a new team. See if he can stay healthy and absolutely dominate. Um, if I was some AFC South cornerbacks, I would not be looking forward to the season. On the defense, we have Har- oh, it's a three-four. So we have Jeffrey Simmons, a defense tackle with Denaiya Autry, Tia Tate, and um, nose tackle. Not a bad D line. Not nothing special. Jeffrey Simmons, an up-and-coming player who could um, emerge this season. Linebacker Rashawn Evans, Bud Dupree, Jayon Brown, and Harold Landry. Very good linebacking group there. I think they declined Rashawn Evans' fifth year options so he might be on the um boot after the season but who knows good line here group there though i'm um, looking forward to bud dupree and a new team um cornerback califali janoris jenkins christian fulton 
Decent cornerback group with two young ones and a um, Janoris Jenkins being a veteran. Safety, Amani Hooker and Kevin Byard. Not a bad safety duo. Um, defense is looking very solid. Deadline's a bit weak. Linebackers and secondary looking very good, though. Very young players there, so that'll be good. Obviously, I, I think the Titans are the front runner to win this division as of now, but the Jaguars and Colts could surprise and do very well and exceed expectations. Obviously, I don't have the Texans in the running for the division title this year and probably years to come. But, you know, if I had to guess or if I had to predict, I would probably say the Titans are capable of probably 13 to 14 wins, 12 to 14. I'm going to go ahead and give them 12 to 13 wins. I'm not going to pick one. I don't know which one. 12 and I'm 5 or 13 and 4. But I have them winning division with Colts probably a game or two behind. And I think the Titans, when they match up with Colts, will probably beat them in both of the games this season but they could they could split it 1-1 who knows but I probably have both these teams making the playoffs um so yeah that was the episode for the AFC South hope God did Titans fans enjoyed that and you know look forward to this offense and the defense as well but you know look forward to your season and it's going to be very promising and hopefully you can take on the likes of the Chiefs and the Ravens and the Bills and teams like that so that was the episode for today guys um these episodes are getting a bit longer which is good um, I'm probably going to make it a bit longer than half an hour now, which is very good. This one's up to about 25 minutes right now. So that's good. But I hope you guys did enjoy this outlook. We have four more divisions left before we are finished this season outlooks. And obviously, there'll be more moves happening, so I won't be able to cover um, teams already done. But I will talk about that, all the topics. So if there's a big trade or sign or something, I'll talk about that before the, all the season outlooks. So that was the AFC. I think I did all the AFC. I'm pretty sure I did. I'll double check that after this episode, but I'm pretty sure I did. So that's looking very good. And we'll get on to the NFC, which is going to be very, very competitive this year. Um, we'll start with the NFC South. I know NFC East. Then probably go with the NFC North, then the NFC South, then the NFC West, I think. So they're in a different order to the AFC. But I'm looking forward to that. Um, hope you guys did enjoy this episode. Like the video. Comment down below if you enjoyed this um, season outlook and if you're enjoying this series of the season outlooks and what you want to see in the future and subscribe to the channel, and let's keep it going. I'll see you next time.